Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. EFTM. Welcome to episode four of EFTM, the podcast. Trevor Long with you, Jeff Cotramani. Welcome, mate. Good evening. How are you? Pretty bloody marvellous. Bodog. G'day, Trev. Great to have your company. Well, it's great to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoyed by the feedback we're getting. Yeah, I think people are enjoying it. Love the tweets and the Facebook comments and the private messages and the DMs. Private messages? Every now and then. Really? I get a lot of DMs on Twitter. Do you? Yeah, I do. I I think I do more DMing than I do um, live tweeting. I don't like the sound of that. He does a lot of DMing. Hmm. Oh, sounds wrong. I think you're a troubled soul. That's personally what I think. But that's, that's just, it's it, more one to one. It's coming through in drips and drabs of feedback. We, do, we love it. Yeah. We enjoy it. Oh, we do. But yeah. the other thing that would help now that we're back in the iTunes store. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. After a small swear word was inserted into the um, text of the iTunes um, mm. podcast. My, my yeah. fault. My fault. My yeah. bad. I should know better. I, I marked it as explicit. I thought I'd be able to say mm. shit. Yeah, in the text. You think so. Yeah. In the text, but apparently not. So we're, we're back. We're in the, the iTunes store, uh, which means you can now. Subscribe. Please do. Unsubscribe, mm. subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe, because that helps us go up the rankings. Yeah, apparently. But also you can leave a rating and a review. Well, I don't know. I think we'd appreciate that, don't you? Love I'd you like too. to read them. Love it. Mm. You love reading about yourself, Jeff. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. Uh, Bowen, I want to talk about the Kia Optima. Yeah. And your current, you were just driving the Holden Astra. I had the Holden Astra R for a week, which is their base model. Good so little car. I, uh, that's the hatch? Little hatchback, European. It's a, an Opel, basically, produced mm. in Germany. I European went to the car. launch of that in Canberra. Did had a you? Bit of fun. Oh, yeah, I think we fanged it around like a, not a, what do they call those little tracks? Uh, so you're on a, uh, you know, like a car park, yep. which is, which is hats. Well, you've got, to, you've got to hit a certain time. It's not about speed. It's about consistency. Like Motocana. Yeah, mo- like Motocana, yeah. yeah. We yeah. had Steve Pizzardi was there, yeah. um, top bloke, and we were just mucking around with that. I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't win, so I was a, a bitterly disappointed and left in a huff. Hmm. Um, and then I went up to Byron for the sedan launch, right. but I haven't driven one for a week, so I've only driven them. I thought they were great. Yeah, look, it's okay. I mean, it's a European car. You definitely know you're in a European car as soon as you get behind the wheel. It's got that inherent sort of build quality. 1.4 litre turbo, plenty of up and go. Pretty, pretty, I don't know if you remember the interior. It's a bit bland, lots of black. Very minimalistic. They've tried to reduce the number Mm. of buttons on the centre console. So nothing exciting happening. And this is the base model um, in the cabin. But look... The build, qual- build quality is tremendous. Apple CarPlay, um, DAB radio. Good, so good. for an entry-level vehicle from about twenty grand and 24 for the auto, I think it's, it's okay. I just don't know how you'd stumble across a Holden Astra, though. And and it's competing there directly with a Corolla and an i30, Mazda for example. Mazda 3. Um, oh, yeah. Corolla. Is the Mazda 3 outselling the Corolla still? Uh, it did for a Yeah, bit. I think it is. Yeah, it's I think it just picked be. it recently. Uh, Corolla, mate, Corolla is just strong. Yeah. We, unfortunately, we are just stupidly loyal in this country. Chaos. Mm. You get, mate, frankly, old people. They've had Corollas for the last 20 years. They just keep buying them. Yeah, it's interesting, this car. You know what I saw the other day, which is interesting? In Europe, the number one selling car in every European nation is a small car, whereas here in Australia, it's a Toyota Hilux. 
Yeah, but is it still the Hilux. Still the Hilux. Wow. Yeah. Think about think about like Italy and places like that. The small yeah. car is the city car. Yeah, you can't, mate. You couldn't drive a yeah, Ford Ranger into, exactly into Rome right. yeah, and get parking. You'd never park it. Smaller yeah. nations, of course, but, and they're also very loyal to their individual brands. Like, but the also they they sell much more volume of the super small car, like mm, the, the Kia, micro city the Kia car. Picanto yeah, or yeah. the Volkswagen Up. Yeah, was that, that up. little tiny yeah, thing. Yeah, that, yeah. that was on sale here for a while. Jeez, that was that was. It's still on sale. I never felt. They don't sell the Up anymore. Not it's here. out of circulation. No. Yeah, no, they dropped that out of the lineup. ugly for a start. Yeah, but it was tiny. It, it had it its purpose. It was terrifying is, this, on the M4. This is coming from an EOS owner. What <laughs> prior EOS owner, which is the only convertible with a sunroof. Oh, oh, gee, mate, every I'm pretty sure week. we said this last week. Well, can't bag it. Are you getting paid to say that every week? No, you just can't bag a car that's unique. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's ugly. It was actually, come on, it's not ugly. Let's be honest, it's not. So, speaking of not ugly. Mm, the Optima. The Optima. So, I... I said to you when I saw the Optima in the diary. So mm. we have a diary for people that don't understand. We've got a lot of cars to review. So yeah. we keep a diary where we know which cars we've got when. Mm. So the Bowen's booking cars mm. so that he's always got something to review. Online diary. Yes. To be clear. Oh, we don't come here every week <laughs> and look at a well, well, paper diary. diary. Well, yeah, people plastic. think it's a big book like a ledger. And we open it up on a Tuesday <laughs> and go, who's picking uh, up the car the today? ledgers for other rorts. Honestly, Jeff. Go on. Back to you, Trevor. You are a gibber. So I said, listen, I've got to drive to my mum's that weekend. It's a birthday. Mm. I want the Optima. Mm. As, as is my will. Yeah, no, he gets his way So <laughs> you took the Suzuki Ignis home. No, Thanks, I, mate. I Appreciate that. Well, mm. you ended up you ended up with it. So I took the Optima. Now, we own a Commodore. We own a Mazda 2. So mm. this is you know nowhere near a Mazda 2, but it's certainly not quite a Commodore in terms of size. Mm. And obviously, the Stinger is coming, right? Mm. That's what it's called, isn't it? The yeah, we'll be driving one in a couple of weeks, actually. Which is rear-wheel drive, but to me, looks almost the same as an Optima with slightly different tail lights and Similar. a weirder front yeah, end. Kind of. A little bit more aggressive in the style. And yeah. Size-wise? Oh, it's the same size. Yeah, probably, so it's probably the same wheelbase. Camry size, basically. It's the same. It's probably the same chassis, chassis and everything. Oh, it's, it? it's the same platform, yeah. So, so I, was, I walked past a couple of stingers in the car park mm. looking at the Optima mm. and then, mate, I took it to mum's. Now, you've been to my mum's. It's 450 k's away mm. up past Tamworth from Sydney. Nice. We drove up there. I, to be honest, I didn't even think about petrol. But mm. we, we were arriving at Mum's. I thought, oh, God, have a look. And I, I was above halfway on the tank. No way. Right? So then we didn't do anything. We was only there for a night. Mm. So there was no other driving done. So we drove home. And, mate, I got home. And it was fun because it's got one of those range calculators on it. It says you've got 95 k's to go. And the, yeah. and the sat-nav said I had 96 so mm. 96 k's to go, 95 k's range. Challenge accepted. Jackson's loving it. He's just like, how's this going to work, Dad? And I've gone, yeah. I'm pretty sure it'll work out because we're on freeway driving. We were doing 6.5 litres per 100 yeah, that's great. to 6.9 if I took the twisty bits. Mm. Not bad. And mate, we got home, 849 kilometres, and there were still 45 kilometres in the tank, allegedly, yeah. Yeah. to the point where the next morning I forgot that it had an empty tank, drove to Rouse Hill... <laughs> And filled up there, I saw I put another 20, 20 k's on it. Yeah. Mate, I, yeah. I was blown away by that. I've never driven there and back without filling up a tank for a big car like that. And it was sixty one liters. Sixty one liters. I put sixty one liters must in the have car. A Seventy liter tank. Then that is good. I mean, my yeah. Camry hybrid. I mean, a hybrid, which is sole purpose is to say a fuel average is six point two liters per one hundred. I mean, really? this is two, it's a 2010 hybrid. I mean, they've mm. obviously made marginal um, improvements on that figure over time, but that's that's exceptional. But, mate, you are doing mostly highway speeds. Totally. And the odd bit of uh, knowing you, spirited driving mate, along the way. I drove spiritedly on the way home, yeah. up the Buckets Way, so not freeway. Yeah. 
and that's what pushed it up to this kind of six point nine seven. Yeah, right. We've got the GT now, which is the the, oh, the, 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 the top range turbo engine. Started well, off at twenty something liters per hundred. I'm tipping it'll be ten or eleven liters per one hundred by the time we're finished. It's it's yeah. over. It's yeah. it's it's over ten now, yeah. just on normal driving. Yeah, so I I drove the GT last year, yeah, the Optima yeah. GT, and I loved it. It has everything inside it. Like it's got it's the got bells and whistles. Wireless charging for the phone. Yeah, it's got cooling seats, electric seats. It's got the works. The sound is is quite interesting, right? Weird. In the car, you gas it, and it sounds like you're driving a WRX sort of thing. It's got some real noise to it, yeah, old but it's fake. WRX, yeah. It's fake, is it? It's digital. Yeah. I thought I, so. I told the missus, I go, okay, this car's mad. I'm going to drive off and just hammer it, have a listen. And she goes, it was dead quiet. <laughs> so they pump, she heard they pump it through the speakers, right? Yeah, it yeah, goes through the yeah. speakers. I did, I did wonder that because I'm, I'm yeah. driving it going that. And then I wound the window down going, that's not at all what it sounds like. What's yeah. that car? It's a Renault, Renault. Isn't it? Remember the Renault yeah, Clio you Sport? Can, you can make it sound like a, a GTR, a GTR yeah. or something stupid. I remember that. Vehicle. I remember that on Beyond 2000. Really? As a, as a you know thing they could yeah, right. do. Yeah. You know, try and make it. And it was actually, you know what it was in Beyond 2000 days? It was kind of done through the cigarette lighter. And mm. I've had a little all device. Night. That you put in the cigarette lighter oh, that gives right. you that yeah, sound. I remember yep. those. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's how crazy it is. But obviously, with the you know the Clio yeah. and stuff like that, it's much more detailed than mm. just the alternator. But mm. it, I don't know, it's deceptively bloody cool. It is cool. It actually makes that car feel a lot better because it looks great on the outside. It looks sporty, and you have that sporty sound. It actually, does add to it. Mm. So we yeah. talked uh, a few weeks ago. In fact, in our first episode about the farewell to Holden. Mm. I've got to be honest. I, I walked past those stingers, and well, I'm not not a massive fan of the look, but. Mm. I can totally see people buying the Stinger as a you know real drive you yeah. know, fun fun machine. Frankly, the GT Optima is a is a great drive. Yep, I mean, it's not a sports car, but it feels yeah. good to drive. Hundred percent. You can see why people are walking away from what were the Aussie brands. Mm. Yeah, but when this new Commodore gets here, it's going to be very interesting. When people are going to have to jump in it because I mean the actual car, the Insignia, has been shortlisted for the World Car of the Year. Yeah. So we're talking about a very good car. Okay. So I mean it's it's it'll be slower than the Stinger. There's no doubt about it. The V XR, which will be the twin turbo. So your point about how would you stumble across an Astra is more about mm. the Astra being a, a brand they've got to rejuvenate, whereas the Commodore is, people are going to try it. It's just a matter of will they like it. Have they yeah. lost Holden's fans' trust, basically? Mate, I'll tell the you right now, gone. Yeah. 90% of people wouldn't know how to tell that it's a rear-wheel drive car. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I might, if I said to my wife, did you know you're driving a front-wheel drive, she's got no idea. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. But there'll be a lot of Commodore owners yeah. who will look at the new one and go, oh, it's European bullshit. Mm. And they'll just, they just will miss Good. the fact that it's Good, what are they going to buy? They're yeah. going to buy a Kia Stinger, are Well, they? that's where they'll be upset. they go, what do I do? And they hang on to their SS and think it's going to be worth there money. There will be all-wheel drive, of course, on the top-of-the-range model. But yeah, mm. I mean, you know, the diehards. I mean, why are BMWs rear-wheel driven? Because that's the best way to do it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. yeah. Sheer driving pleasure, is it not? There it is. Apparently. What? Catchphrase. I've never already thought of it. This is the EFTM podcast. Oh, thanks for turning the light on, Bowen. Really appreciate it. Magical button there. Uh, Jeff. um, Dyson Light. Xbox One X. Yeah, it's here. It's pretty good. It's the Xbox One X, not the Xbox One 10. Yeah, is it? Apple's, you know, weird Roman numeral. Just to confuse people. So what do you think? Mate, I really like it. I, um, I didn't have the S, so I went from the Xbox One to the One X. So size difference, big, obvious, oh, massive obvious difference thing. in size. Yeah. Smaller. You haven't got right. the power brick anymore. It's just a straight cable from the box to power. And just for people that don't know, the Xbox One was a big device, but it yep. also then had a power cable with one of those massive, massive. Big power bricks that you'd sit under the bench or something. Yeah. Whereas the Xbox One S 
which was a much smaller device, a mm. white thing. They'd integrated all that into there. So not only was it amazing they made the device smaller, but they yep. also integrated the power, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. But the X is even smaller again. I think it is actually a little smaller. I don't have the S to compare Trust me. it with. I've got them both. Yeah, you've is. got them both. No worries. <laughs> yeah. um, but honestly, it, it is the console that you need to have if you've gotten a 4K TV and you want to start doing 4K gaming. If you don't care so much about 4K gaming because your TV will just upscale the shit out of it anyway, the 1S is now starting to show even more as the better buy. Well, there was a time last year where Big W advertised the 1S at, I think, 249 And I went, this is ridiculous because it's a really? Blu-ray player. Yeah, it yeah. was 269 sorry. Right. It was a Blu-ray player. So it was the cheapest mm. uh, Blu-ray player you could buy. Yep. Uh, 4K Blu-ray player, sorry. Because it played 4K Correct. Blu-rays, but it didn't play 4K games. Yes, that was the weird that's, thing about it. That's right? the difference. But then... You know, the price of an Xbox One S is normally, I don't know, 350 400 or something, mm. right? Yep. So now you've got a $650 console in the market, mm. and that's not going to reduce anytime soon. And you're saying they've got those kind of prices again in the yeah. sub 300 So I saw 299 for the 1S with the new Call of Duty at uh, Big W, I think it was. I mean, JB Hi-Fi is doing a $319 deal on it. It's it's crazy because, as you say, it's a 4K Blu-ray player. It's not a gaming console anymore. The Xbox is, and even PlayStation, it's a home entertainment system. It, mm. it plays your movies. It's got Netflix on there. It's got all the other apps. So people need to stop thinking, oh, it's just for kids because it's not. It's become the center of the of the lounge room. Yeah. You know, plug that into your TV. I don't care what TV you've got. It brings it up a bit because you've got all your apps again. Are people still using DVDs and Blu-ray? I mean... You know what? Who four, does that so these 4K days? movies. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of 4K. I've never tried it, admittedly. I've got a bunch of 4K movies, and the reason yeah. they're good is because you don't have to download the things. Yeah, if you don't have great internet, yeah. which still 50% of the country don't even I have access so, to, yeah, it's a good point. streaming 4K content is almost impossible. So mm. buying a 4K Blu-ray is a great way to actually finally make the use of the 4K screen. And, yeah. mate, it is beautiful. Oh, it's honestly. Impressive. I read your review. Good review. Well Thanks, written. Man. Some uh, magic, Just first impressions. magic words on the page as usual. I didn't mm. bother. HDR. Yep. Yeah. Take me through that. I don't think my TV's got it. It's an LG. It's an ultra high definition, definition it is. TV, yeah. but it yeah, doesn't yours, have yours HDR. HDR. Yeah. So what does that give us? So, so my TV, um, the Samsung frame, has got HDR built in. It's high dynamic range, if I'm yep. getting the acronym correct. Yep. Again, it's most people may not even notice. You, you might look at your TV, come over and look at mine and go, yeah, it looks looks good. They yours all look good. Um, <laughs> is it? 65. Whatever. Got 55. It's enough. That's all right, no. Um, but it, it's it's supposed to add a bit more depth, a bit more color into it. Yeah. But the resolution's the same. Right, okay. Yeah. So um, what it does is it, is it makes the colors pop more. Mm. So a lot of the examples they use are, let's say, a, a, a landscape with a cloudy sky in the background and, sure. and, a, and a bright sun shining through the, the, the yep. sky and the cloud. Mm. And often you'll get these really rich colors in the landscape, but then the cloud will blow out to just be white, just yeah. a bright white because of the mm. sun shining through it. With HDR, they're able to make the cloud kind of pop as, as being different shades of the whites and greys mm. and then the sun shining through part sure, of it as well. Sure. So you see more detail in mm. the full range of colour. Mm. And so I've got to be honest, I don't notice it. No, you probably won't. In And now with the 1X, they've added it to gaming. So this sure. extra detail, this extra clarity is now in games. So, so stunning I'm going to say, Jeff, yes, mate. it's an amazing leap forward in gaming, right? Huge, 4K. huge. But for the average Joe, mate, the Xbox One S Great buy. playing a game. So let's talk Call of Duty, right? Which is available in 4K, is it not? World War Two. Mm-hmm. yep. So... Call of Duty World War Two came out this week. Mm. Now, Bowen, we've given it to you tonight yeah. to play on PlayStation. I'll get my hands Install on it. have a play because mm. I've got a PlayStation. You don't, Jeff, have nah. a PlayStation, right? Nah, so you can play it on PlayStation. I think it is the most amazing thing I've seen in a long time. I've played mm. a lot of shoot 'em up games because I like my racing car games, yep. and most of these shoot 'em ups became 
bloody aliens and yeah. space and all that kind of rubbish. I want to believe the game. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. So this is like being a star in the Saving Private Ryan. Sure. Mate, you land on the beach in Normandy in the bloody troop carrier. It's You're under fire. Blokes are being killed beside you. You run on the beach. You've got to dodge the bullets. You've yeah. got to end up next to a bloke who's had his whole body blown apart. It's it's full-on gruesome from day one. It is. But yeah. the weapons are authentic. So, you know, you've got two-shot, you know, shotgun, basically. You've got things like that in there. Yeah. It's gruesome, but really authentic and Does an it amazing. have that sort of predetermined gameplay, though? Like, you know, you yes. get killed, and then you've got to go back to the start and go 100%. through the so, whole scenario again. You know where the bloke is on the left, the bloke is correct. on the right. It's, so it does have all Think that. of it like a movie, right? Yeah, okay. and, and you've got to play through the movie until yep. you get to the end. Yeah. But in reality, most people who are COD players I was say. are playing online. Sure, sure. Now, I logged on last night for the first time to play online. How'd you go? Got smashed. Get like, hammered, yeah. yeah. I couldn't even... I'd spawn. So spawning is when you appear yeah. in, in your spot. I'd yeah. spawn, poof, dead. And you got yeah. Spawn, poof, dead. I'm like, Jesus, boys, give me a break. Yeah. And I played in like a team thing. There was like yeah. eight blokes on each side. God, the I end of it. the game came. My team won. Yeah. The team stats, I was at zero. <laughs> you almost, almost cost No, them. I killed one bloke, and they'd killed like 30 and 40 each. Yeah. And it was like they were going to kick mate, me out any time. You're best yeah. to stick playing with your friends. You're talking about people who are probably sitting in their, oh, yeah? in their undies eating Nutella well, 24 hours a day. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing so wrong with it. Then I text <laughs> Fennec and I said, mate. Smothering themselves in Fennec, bed go. Fennec plays this game all the time. He'd love I've it. I said, mate, log on. Give us a you know mm. game. And apparently he didn't have, oh, he didn't couldn't hear my mic. And I'm saying, mm. mate, can we play co-op? Co-op meaning we play together and we try and kill the bad guys. Yep. Nah, he sets us up in a you know battle one against one and he just shoots me. Bang, dead. Wow. Run around, bang, dead. Oh, I'm like, that. dude, how does the mic work? I mean, where do you plug that in? Um, into the into, either into the controller or you can have a wireless Bluetooth. headset that goes into the into yeah, right. the um yeah. Yeah, the PlayStation. Works brilliantly, actually. It, does it? Yeah, yeah, mate, it does. I have to get my we hands talked on about one. this the other night with yeah. Formula One. Uh, no, sorry, Grand Forza. Turismo. Forza. Yeah. On the Xbox, I never really played multiplayer mm. much, and here mm. I am chatting to Jeff about which track we're going to use. Mm. It's awesome, and yeah. so I, to be honest, I really want to play Call of Duty with you, Bowen, because mm. I'm, I'm not being rude. I don't think you'd be as good as anyone like no, no, I'm getting up against. Yeah, yeah. It is actually fun to walk around and go, okay, there's two of us in a map. You got to find the other guy, and you got to shoot him. That's yeah. that's yeah. a fun part of the game, but it's not fun. Yeah. It's like playing, you know, sport against mm. someone who's just good at the sport. It's, sure. it's demoralising and no interest. Yeah, I think I think well, the best thing you'll find with these shoot 'em up games now is you can bayonet people. Let's make oh, a yeah. let's make a cod date, Trev. Forget oh, forget right. shooting. You can just drive a knife into his back. It's it's in bloody back. Back. No Well, idea, it depends mate. if you sneak. I'll be going him. straight into the I'll be into the armed cut. to the hilt. Don't worry about that. Armed to the hilt. Yeah. You can only carry one weapon, and they're bloody you know no, you weapons from old. Fair enough. Two. Yeah. How do you change between weapons? You can go pistol or main oh, main gun. Who's running a pistol, mate? Short range and sprinting. But not not no. for kids. This game by the sound. Mate, it's R eighteen plus. Yep. I know there's 15 year olds playing it. All I'm saying is, parents, you've got to actually see the game before you let them play it. I mm. genuinely don't want kids sitting in their bedroom playing this thing all hours of the night because, mate, it's gore, mate. It's blood. The whole yeah. point is to yeah. just literally, I don't know, I just feel it's like, like watching any movie, though. It's the same, except you're involved. Mate, they shouldn't be watching the movie either. <laughs> yeah, but they do. It's at 8.30, these movies. It's not like they about. have to stay too late. I'll tell you what I thought was poor form. Putting Wolf Creek on Channel 9 at 9.30 the other night. Have you seen the miniseries? No. I've the opening scene oh, the is the most graphic thing you'll ever see on television. It, it got hammered on Twitter. Like, it, it's unbelievable. The blood and the guts. John Jarrett seriously scares the shit out of me. It, mate, you've got to watch it. So because it was past the, it was the commercial TV, rating it's time. It's fine on stand. I can cop that. But just seeing that on Channel 9... At night, the opening scene where the American family gets annihilated, murdered, stabbed, shot, cut up into pieces and set on fire was just extraordinary. Wow, you've really sold it to me. Mate, it's a movie and a half, I'm telling you. Is that a real story? No, it's based loosely on Ivan Milat and um, the Peter Falconio bloke. 
Yeah, I but about it. loosely to the point where, I mean, Ivan Milat was pretty gruesome, but... Yeah, this is... Um, wow. Yeah, wow. Right. TV recommendations from the Bowen. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Welcome. Welcome to the EFTF podcast. And we do it thanks to the good people at Alcatel. And this week they launched a brand new Windows tablet, a two-in-one called the Plus 12, available for 558 bucks outright. But you'll find it at Vodafone on plans around 30, 32 bucks. You get a you get the tablet plus you get a little Wi-Fi dongle so you can connect a bunch of devices to the internet, including the, the Plus 12. So you're talking about a full Windows computer that's portable. It's a tablet. It's got comes with a keyboard. If you want to detach and reattach the keyboard, you can. 558 bucks for a full Windows computer that you can take around and do work on the go from Alcatel. It's the Plus 12, and it's available at Vodafone. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what was that? <laughs> Rob was on drugs when he made that now one. Now listen, last week, Jeff, I believe yes, on mate. Friday... Your social media feeds lit up. Instagram, Twitter, yep. Facebook. You're probably on MySpace. I don't know. Does that exist anymore? No, it's gone. Mate, okay, it's you're gone. on a boat. A very, very big boat on our yeah. glorious harbour right here in Sydney. Beautiful day. What the hell was going on? So I got invited to go along. It was with Boat Syndication Australia. There's the plug. <laughs> there's the plug. I um, We need a bell. I mean, <laughs> every time there's a, a cowbell. <laughs> there was, there was probably... There was probably less than 20 of us that were in, on this ship. I'm going to call it a ship because it was bloody huge. It was a ship. It's, it's worth something like six million bucks. Mm. Um, it's an 88-foot boat. It's got a nine-seat cinema, three bedrooms, mm. bathrooms. The works, right? Yeah. It's got a commercial kitchen underneath. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah, mate, just spent the day on the harbour learning about boat syndication and, and the model. Started to get really into it, actually. I was okay, so I, am, I bet you did. I, was, I am a touch fascinated by it, right? Yeah. So am I. Not probably, to be honest, not really boating, but there was those supercar things years ago where they had, you know, you could kind of buy into Ferraris oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So I guess it's the probably same concept, can. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's say you like boating. You want to go out mm. on the harbour now and then. Sure. What's what is the go? That's a, like a couple of million dollar boat. Yeah, mate. So oh, more. so it was a six hundred fifty thousand dollar buy in for ten percent. Right. And essentially, ten, you, hang on, what? <laughs> Did you say six hundred fifty thousand? It's a big yeah, boat. It's a big boat. Yeah, it's, it's a massive. Can you get boat. a mortgage for that, or have you got to have that cash? Oh, I don't know. I oh, didn't mate, talk to your bank. Mate, it'll cost fifty stupid. grand to fill up. Hang Seriously. on. But in saying that, too, you've also got. Other boats in their range. They had a, a three hundred thousand dollar boat, which would cost you thirty grand to get ten yeah, percent sure. off. Right, yeah. So you know, thirty grand. If we split it between the three of us, mm. ten grand each, we yeah. get thirty nights a year or Hang thirty on. days a year. Hang on, how much are we talking about now? Thirty, 30 grand. grand. How, how do we get from six fifty down to thirty? Different size boat. They have different boats. Oh, right, boring. Yeah. It's a titty. Well, it's still <laughs> it's still you're in a titty. titty. Yeah. It, the three hundred thousand dollar one sleeps six. Okay. So you'd still be doing okay. Yeah, that's like two, mm. three, three crappy little beds. Mm. Yeah, all I don't right. want to break it to you. I have a Las Vegas hotel room <laughs> sleep four. Exactly. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> For a lot cheaper. So God love the worst. So the idea is you buy you buy a percentage and then you get mm. that percentage of days every year mm. to take the boat out. And that's it. They do provide driver training so you can actually do it yourself. So you don't get staff. Well, you can if you really want. Captain. You can. If yeah. with, with, with the big one you get the skipper included. Yeah, right. Okay. So when you do go out, there's a skipper there and there's staff to uh to cook your meals and things like that. But Obviously, if you're getting the cheaper ones, you just drive it yourself. You can moor it in the public moorings, and it's yeah. great because then you can just watch the harbour at night. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a cool holiday. Have huh? you ever been on one of these super yachts, trips? Yeah, I went on... Um, who's the celebrity uh, accountant that broke up with his missus recently, uh, last year? Kelly Landry's husband. Kelly Laundry. Laundry. Yeah. Landry, whatever. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Anthony Bell. About. Yeah, Bell. 
So his boat was used by Dell for a launch on the harbour. And yeah. it was after that day I swore never to go on boats for launches again because you can't get off them. You're yeah. stuck on it, yeah. <laughs> right? I, I look, I, I, you can't yeah. smoke bomb a boat. No, and, <laughs> right? and, and you told me that you wouldn't come along with me because of that reason. You can call a water and, taxi. Yeah, that's awkward. I've Good luck. Done. Just say, oh, mate, I feel Be sick. bloody awkward. But yeah. I, I felt the same. I got on the thing at 12. We didn't get back till 5. Oh, yeah. mate. That's a long day. Yeah, right. Especially I was driving, so I couldn't get shit-faced. Yeah. And the women on there, which was stunning, I can't stare at them for five hours. Like, it gets awkward. <laughs> well, you can. So I was like, I do, I do have to get off at some point. A lot of influencers on there, weren't there? Yeah, two, two particular influencers. Yeah. 50,000 followers each. Whatever. They were doing fairly well on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one How of How much skin were they showing on Instagram? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's why they've got significant amounts. Yeah, good. I think I shared the they're link. Promoting, they're, promo- yeah, yeah. <laughs> pro- they're promoting. Yeah, you did. They're promoting. They're promoting makeup and women's stuff, but mm. they're followed by ninety percent blokes who are just looking for the skin. Yeah. Yes. That's the rot. Bit of side boob. Well, we can't complain about their rot. No, hundred percent. Anyway, <laughs> I was good, on that boat too. I know, who am point. I? Yeah. I mean, I, I had equal yeah, a thousand followers. Question. Yeah, I had equal say of the food and drinks, so it was all on. Equal yeah. say of the food. Well, as in, it went around. I could take as much as I wanted to them, despite did, having less followers. Where did you position yourself on the boat? Like, did you stick to the front or hover around the back where the food is? I, I migrated a lot, actually. Yeah, just right. different photo angles. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, different right. light. Yeah. No, I've done this. I did this on an yeah. Audi launch up at Hayman Island. Oh, yeah. The boat was probably a little bit bigger than that one, actually. Nice. It was exceptional. They, they actually, when movie stars come to Sydney, you'll see Brad Pitt and um, people mm. of his caliber being interviewed on this boat. Um, in, in the back of it. So that's right. what they hire it out for, celebrity interviews. There's a bloke who owns it, he uses it two weeks uh, every year. Yeah, right. I mean, this boat can, you know, it can sail to yeah, America. Yeah. I think the only other, boat, only other boat like that I'd been near was Renault Rifkin. Yes, that's right. Back in the day. Yeah, you went on, yeah, you went yeah, on Rifkin's Renault, boat? Back in the day. Yeah, when he had a role at the radio station we worked for. Yeah, he, he ran yeah. a, he was, he was great mates with Graeme Richardson. That's who, right. He did the breakfast show at TGB mm. back yeah, in the right. late Jeez, 90s. He's going back a while now. Yeah, mate, late 90s. And yeah, well, there was a few occasions that's pretty cool <laughs> good times back in the day <laughs> yeah, right. anyway if you want to you want to see jeff's ridiculous photos because he looks like a goose on a boat but what are you dressed up I, for it i must say yeah right. look in my yeah. defense i am um, yes i did i did research look, boat wear before i went on the boat looked tremendous. But, but secondly the photographer asked me to do a lot of those poses for his photos so well, a lot of them personal collection because well, you were the only bloke on there no no there were other blokes other blokes there was a motoring was journal something to do with was the shade you were passing with your nose who? Corby. Never heard of him. Really? Corby. I don't know. Stephen Corby? Oh, yeah. He's a good, good bloke. Good bloke. Had a great chat. I know he was a, He's a car journal. Yeah. yeah, mate. What's he doing on a boat? Oh, he's he's going to write about the boat. today. I mean, we just do whatever we want. Yeah, but that's why we have tech cars and lifestyle. Lifestyle covers everything. Yeah. We reviewed two kettles this week. <laughs> 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 Shit. I don't know what's Get going on. Go to the website on. and check it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink hot drinks, so I'm out. Anyway, good luck. If you want to read about kettles, EFTM.com. If you want to read about Jeff's boat rort. Um, and how you can buy into the boating six hundred and fifty grand for just six hundred and fifty thousand pennies. Jump on eftm.com. So, when I was driving the freeways up to Mum's place and back, yep. I became increasingly frustrated by the human beings on the road and praying for autonomous vehicles. Right. Um, I did capture one idiot on dash cam coming from the left lane across to the right lane yep. at, at excessive speed. But my biggest gripe was people sitting in the right lane mm-hmm. thinking they were doing the right thing, but actually just slowing every bastard down. And it got me thinking about the question of what do you do on the freeway in terms of speed? Mm. Now, for example, we have good friends on the Central Coast, and I never let my wife drive there because she'll drive at 105 um, in a 110 zone. Ah, okay. Right? I drive at about 117, 118 on the Speedo in a 110 zone. 
Now, the reason I do that is because I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident my Speedo is overs, as most Australian design rule uh, authenticated cars are. That much? So I'm asking the question of you, and we'll get to what our listeners say because we, we asked the question on Facebook. Was that a factoid before? Like, Is that true, what you just said? Australian design rules, yeah, do, yeah. do talk about the, the leniency that needs to be given in Speedos. Mm. Wow. For tyre size, wheel size, all yes, that sort of stuff. because yeah. entire inflation can change Correct. the difference between yeah, your, your, point, your speed and your Speedo. Yeah. So... Yeah. Bowen, you drive more than most of us. What do you do on an open road? Yeah. You, you're a cru- I'm a cruise control guy. Absolutely. Where do you set the con- cruise control? Well, it depends on the car you drive. I mean, a lot of these cruise controls, obviously, you go down a hill, you lose track of the speed you're doing. Some will break for you and maintain the speed. But look, in general, I just try not to stray over 120 just to keep it safe yeah. in an area where I know there's going to be a heavy police presence. Yeah. Outside of that, you might stray over that every now and then. I know it's... Not right, but everyone does it. But no more than certainly no more than one hundred and thirty, because you start getting into really dangerous territory. Jeff. There. So with that, oh, before I answer, if you've got your crew set to one seventeen or whatever, yeah. are you then saying that you stay in the right lane because no, of no, how fast no, you're going? No, I, want, I, I want to get the lane thing sorted let too. Me, okay, let me be very clear. I will. St- I will overtake. I will. Yep. I will come back into the middle lane hmm. for a hundred meters just to make it clear that I'm overtaking and got then it. over coming back, overtaking, coming back. Yep. I will do that ad nauseum. There are times where you spend kilometers in that lane because you're just flying past people and there is no yeah. room to move in cool. and the people behind you if they're getting frustrated with me and this is like it's kind of wrong it's ironic yeah. that i'm saying this but they're getting frustrated with me they are going way too fast yeah. right so, but do you then hold them up or you just quickly move oh, out of their you, way i can see that i'm holding them up but i'm going to wait until an opportunity for me to actually legally pull in yes fair. and not create okay. a drama right fair call it's a common sense thing isn't yeah it, I'm, I'm probably not too dissimilar from that actually i if it's a three-lane road mm-hmm. I, I figure that the slow people should be in the far left and speed limit people should should be in the middle mm. and then overtaking for the right. If I'm doing the speed limit on a three-lane road, I'm staying in the middle. What are you picking, though? Where are you setting your, your cruise control? Mate, I'm, I'm pretty good. I might go two or three Ks over the limit, maybe on a cruise. Maybe. So he, here's the thing. I normally have another way of validating my speed. Mm. Some weird alien just landed here or something. Oh, it's all good. A bike he just drove past yeah. outside. <clears throat> yeah. So Soundproofing is good here. I've got an app called uh, Speedometer or something on, on my iPhone, which yep. I'll often just open up, mm. have it on the dash and let it run. So I, I calibrate essentially. So I go, okay, if I'm at 110, this thing's at 106. Yep. If I'm at 117, this thing's at 110. So on the weekend with the Kia Optima, mm. I had a, a dash cam running and it's always got your speed going. True. Mm. And I ran, and also use Waze, the uh, navigation yep. app sometimes. It's yep. got your GPS speed in it. So these things are using GPS. Don't want to break it to you. That's about as accurate as a radar on a cop mm, car, Pretty right? bloody close, yeah. So I found that in the Kia Optima, I could be at 122 and I'd be doing 114. Really? Yep. So I'd set this cruise control in the Kia at 122 and I would be legally doing 114. That's now, crazy. Now, the catch here is, boys, I don't want to break it to the narcs of the world who are saying you're speeding. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge. But you're doing four the, over. The highway patrol will never pull you over mm. for doing under 120. Mm. Like, if they are... Mm. Well, that's what I said. Mate, that's my mentality. You, but you know what? I've it's, spoken to police who say their rule is 10% plus three. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, I've always, I've always lived three. by that 10% but rule. in Victoria, completely different. They'll, right. get, they'll ping you for doing three Ks over. So, no tolerance. So I, no asked, tolerance. I asked the question on Facebook, and I have noticed a few people talking about Victorian things. But, you know, essentially a lot of people, I mean, Jared Daffy, who mm. you know, we've, we've known for many years, says, uh, I know plenty of people who've been pinged on the Melbourne to Geelong freeway doing less than 110, mm. um, which I think is a 100 zone, right? So they're, they're saying mm. they're getting pinged for that. So apparently in Victoria, they're, they're super, super strict. Um, Blake says he's Falcom XR6, 113. Um, another guy says 117 on GPS 
on a flat road, 120 mm. on the speedo. Interesting. So he's pushing it further. I wouldn't. I wouldn't push it to 117 on the GPS. No. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, to be on a seven k's over, I feel like it's I'm pushing there. the boundaries. Right, five to six is my limit to going over the over the over the over the odds. Mm. But I think the the general consensus here from people is they're they're pegging it just a touch over. I think people All generally right. get the sense that. You can do overs. If I if I flip the coin though and say, well, we've got this ten percent, for example, tolerance to go up. Hmm. I get this shit so bad when they're going slower, and I almost think that it's dangerous on motorways oh, when yeah. you, when you do come flying up somebody's ass because they're doing you know a hundred ninety yeah. or whatever the hell they think is right. That's dangerous, and that should be you should get a fine for going way too under. Hmm. It's funny you mentioned you went away on the weekend. It's a completely different caliber of driver on the weekend, isn't it? I mean, you try to oh, do yeah. the commute True. from Gosford to Sydney during the week, and it's fair to come like Bathurst. Yeah, I mean, we've got cars up their asses doing 140 the whole way. It's lunacy. I can remember living on the coast and yeah. commuting to Sydney in my little Sade Ibiza, mm. mate. I was an idiot. <laughs> so was I mate, I'd be darting. Yeah. I'd be darting yeah. through through three lanes just yeah. to yeah. just to make progress of 100 meters, which was just stupid at the yeah. time. You don't realize it, but mm. it, it's interesting because then there's the people, and there's a few of these commenters on Facebook who say, Well, no, I said it at 110. And see, the problem is, those people are the ones mm. that, are sl- that are slowing everyone down because they're actually mm. doing probably 105. Mm. But that's okay if they're in the correct lane. Yeah, no, as as if they're in the, in the right lane, then yes, they should be hung. But if they're, if they're in the left, you know what I mean? If they're in the left or the middle lane, in my defence, I, I think it's fair. What about when you get the, what I, deter- I call them a creeper in the left lane, where you're, you try to overtake someone, but then they start trying to match your yeah, speed. Yeah. So you're in this sort of weird battle where you're creeping up, you're doing 120, they're doing 118, then Mate, you're doing 122. It's my biggest hatred. I hate that. Is yeah. people who clearly have cruise control in their car yeah. and don't use it. Mm. So I'm sitting mm. on, in my world, 114 mm. cruise control. And you come up on someone reasonably rapidly, not, yeah. not you know, like an idiot, but you're yeah. coming up on someone. Now, I had radar cruise control, so this thing yeah, would, yeah. would bounce back. Maintains the gap. Would maintain the, the gap. time gap. And then old mate would pull into the middle lane and accelerate. Mm. So, mate, yeah. what are you doing, you fucking idiots? Yeah, yeah, I see that. What a minute. This like, is the only bloke I've ever known to take three different ways of, of measuring his speed in a car. <laughs> like GPS, <laughs> ways, the actual speeder. I mean, well, I, I don't think about dark. it that much. Yeah. He had a dash cam. You're, he would have had like six cameras I'm, in there as well. I'm sorry, officer. <laughs> he like, he, he wanted, wanted to create that video like that bloke <laughs> yeah, at the Tirana. The bloke at the SLR. He was so excited. Yeah. I mean, you're just a weirdo. I, it was very disappointing what I captured. I only really captured <laughs> the, one, the one guy that came across. And when I watched it back, I thought... You could probably he could probably blame me for because we were both merging into the middle. Yeah, but then he, went he back and watched it. Yeah, I'm hundred percent. Watched his whole trip. Am I, <laughs> am I going to be YouTube famous? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to present it to Dashcams Australia. Of course, mate. Everyone, and that's why I think most I'd people are buying a these things. EFTM logo yeah, on there. Yeah, you would have. Oh, at least on the dash, could put a sticker in front of the camera. What was it? Supercars? Yes. Maybe maybe we can get some sponsorship for I've this. I've never been fact. inclined to get a dash cam. I think oh, I swap my car every week, so it'd be a, a bit of a pain. I enjoyed but using that that Navman one that had yeah, the, the GPS jewel. unit plus the dash cam. I thought that was a cool it unit, was good. Oh, mate. I take them on long trips, so it's sitting here in the in the in the mayor cave yeah, just so. when I go away. I don't have one on everyday driving, but for a long trip. Yeah. Mate, something happens. Also, you catch some silly things, so yeah. they're, they're good to have for, for shits and giggles. Yeah. But no, I don't use one on a daily basis. Would have been good when we had that Hummer about eight years ago. When Trent, you hit a kangaroo, that fateful night. That fateful night, I was sleeping on the way into Lithgow. <laughs> what? And uh, you hit I was, a kangaroo in a Hummer H three. He was driving. I was just sleeping in the, or nodding off in the passenger seat, and all I heard was, "Oh fuck, it's on!" <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, it, it, it kind of interpreting it was, it's on, boom, boom, boom. holy shit! It was really? Car, bang, crash. See you later, Skippy. Oh, How mate, was the car? It, it was Fuck. not good. That's not all good. I care yeah. about. No, well, I mean, it took no. out the front bumper and the, one of the headlights. It was, it was a small car. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was right. probably more of a wallaby. 
Um, but yeah, we dispensed with that poor wallaby. What did you do with it? Just keep going. No, we had to keep because there was a truck not far behind me, so I couldn't stop. It was Shit. a. I think there was a. What you want to do? Pull over and move both ways. Pull over, cut the tail yeah, off, no, mate. Bring wires and try and yeah, yeah. What? What did you just say? As if you wouldn't, mate. It's. it's... Just say what you just said again. You fucking Eat the idiot. tail. So you you cut the tail off, mate. That that tail is like. Golden kangaroo tail. Yeah, it's stunning stuff. Oh, the stories we could share. I've heard of ox tail. When I when I when, when I ever eat the emu. Ever what? Hey, Gilly. No, people eat Drop off. I've, I've had emu. I've had, had emu. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Did I was once dri- I was once driving out towards Toowoomba, mm. and I passed a shitload of emus. I'm going, wow, look at all these emus. I've never seen so many in a mm. paddock. Next sign, emu pies. I, I cr- I've pissed myself laughing. Mate, were they a bit tough? Oh, no, it's fine. Very it's okay. Yeah, yeah, gamey, but so is kangaroo. Like, kangaroo is delicious. Mate, yeah, I'm exclusively good. beef. Okay. You're listening to the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. Now, Trevor, I know that uh, I'm sitting in the studio full of F1 memorabilia in this yep. place, and I, there's, there's a rumor that you spent 150 bucks on a Danny Ricciardo oh, hat. Chill out. I was on a what? A what? What did he do? Well, Trevor, why don't you tell us, actually? I was going to talk about something else, but just tell us about this uh, this purchase that <sighs> you've made. Hell. A hat. Honestly, shit that happens on tour should stay on tour, boys. No, no it's okay. So I follow Daniel Ricciardo on... Um, it's Ricardo, man. Or Ricciardo, you fucking idiot. He thinks he's mates. Whatever. Right? He interviewed him once, and he thinks <laughs> on, he's mates. Yeah. It's unbelievable. On Instagram, yeah. Yeah. and um, mate, he posted a video of of a fucking hat, yeah. like in the manufacturing process and shit. And he said, you know, link in my bio. Mm. So I'm lying in bed. I've clicked on the link. It's the worst time to do shopping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't shop online, and I've bought the hat. It's mate. It looks good. It's a maroon hat, so, uh, yep. black brim. Yeah, it doesn't have much much branding on it, uh, which no is branding. good. I don't like branding. It's got branding underneath the rim, so it's very. And yeah. it's a limited edition, three hundred. Mate, it's a good so hat. Three hundred of these hats made. It yep. looks like red suede. Yep. If I don't think it's online. suede. I don't think it's suede. It's a typical baseball cap style. Yeah, it, but it's not flat cap. See, Ricardo's yeah. a bit of a flat cap guy. I've got one of his you want his curve. merchandise hats, and mm. it's it's ugly. I don't. I can't wear it because yeah. it's a flat cap. But this is a curved brim cap, and I like it. Yeah, red suede. It looks beautiful, mate. And it doesn't even have an emblem on it. So. No one will even know what the hell it is. It. Honestly, you're going to look like a yes voter. How much? Is that relevant? 150 bucks. That's US. 150 <laughs> US dollars. I, I can't wait to see it, it's mate. It's going to fall short of uh, 250 uh, once delivered. That's incredible. It comes in a nice box, you see. comes in a nice yeah. box. And I it's hope a it does. Edition. There's 300 of them in the world. Wow. Imagine that in 10 years' time. People will be like, who was that driver again? Do you reckon I'll take it to Spain with me next year and see if I can get him to sign it? For like, well, at least I'll have again. something on it then. Would you lock this up? Are you going to wear it? No. So it's just going to be sitting there on display. You know what? I'm with Trev on this. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, think it's, I mean, if you're a fan of F1 and Mate, Ricardo, I'm a fan of. I've got every. Of I've got every hat Mark Webber had in yep. his teams: Minardi, Jaguar, Williams, and Red Bull. With all his oh. achievements. <laughs> You've got as many. How hats many Formula One races have you yeah. fucking had, you idiot? No, hang on. He's got as many hats as you have race wins, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Other way around. Oh, you know I'll dip I mean. my lid to you, Jeff. Good anyway. So I've got a couple of Ricardo hats. I've got his Red Bull one and his merchandise one, which yep. has got his Daniel R on it. Yeah. Mate, I just look at it and go, the bloke isn't going to be 
you know, a, a fucking world championship. I don't think he's probably going to get a world championship, unfortunately. Because, you don't think so? Nah, the era that he's in. Uh, written him off, gone. Nah, well, mate, it's, it's it. fucked. It's pretty hard. Like, no, it's all about timing, right? It's pretty hard. He's got a, he's got a, either Red Bull's got to come really good next yeah. year, which yeah. if they do, he's got a massive chance. Uh, um, no. Unbelievable chance. Not with but Verstappen the, next to him, no. No, mate, he's beaten Verstappen this year. Mate, seriously, Verstappen has him bent over. No, you're kidding. Honestly, that kid... You need to look at race results, mate. Okay. What is the point standing at the moment? Verstappen's way ahead of 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 Ricardo. 100%. Is he? Mate, watch a race. If much... No, mate. Anyway, next year, if Red Bull come really good, he's got a chance. You know, five races in, we'd know, right? Always a chance. Otherwise, he's got to move to Ferrari. Mm. And, mate, Sebastian's not going to suddenly let Daniel come in and win a world championship, is he? Totally agree. Totally agree. And mate, that's where they let themselves down. These F1 unfortunately teams. should be more team harmony. Take oh, mate, there's heaps of team harmony. Team harmony. But you've got to, you've always got to have a number one, and you do have to have a number two because we've seen what happens when you have two number one drivers. Look at McLaren in 07, 08 yeah. with Alonso and Hamilton in the same team. It was a disaster. You can't have two arrogant, selfish drivers. I Doesn't work. Written him off. Who? To Ricardo as a world champion. Of I course just, not. You just bought sure his he did hat. about five minutes ago. He said he's no chance. And mate, he leads. Listen, Daniel Ricciardo, 192 World Championship points this year, leads Max Verstappen on 148. That's right, because Verstappen had a really bad start to the year. That car shit itself so many times. Mate, he's had a shit year. He's a shit driver. Anyway, anyway. my point is... Look at at that hat. He's got his hat on the screen. (laughs) Get the hat off the screen, for God's sake. It's a great-looking hat. People need to Google this. It's called the Monaco. The Monaco by a company called Mellon. I'd never heard of it. Mate, these people... Did you know you could get hats like this? I mean, these are $100 hats. It's red suede. No, no, I'm just... Forget Daniel Ricciardo's special edition, right? Sure. They're making these frigging things. Mm -hmm. They're they're making special edition hats. Uh, I mean, in in luxury boxes with bloody clasps on them. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mate, Google the world's most expensive umbrella. Why? I got an email about it the other day. In fact, we may review one. I think we should review one. I think it's around 300 bucks. Oh, that's not that expensive. Is it the blunt? It comes in a lovely box as well. Is it the blunt? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, that's oh, mate, a we've great, reviewed it before. Yeah, that's a great umbrella. Mine. You lost yours. Yeah, I'm filthy. Well, really? that's the boss. I was going to broach that topic. What isn't isn't there it? one with a tile on it it's, as well? No, that they've since released one that has a tile yeah. on it, but it's it's um, indestructible. It can't be beaten by wind. They, yeah, that's think, right. That's I the one I think they started was, in New Zealand. Yeah, I got an email about that. Yeah, great company. Mate, get one. Okay. No, they're a very, very good umbrella. Bloody, bloody solid umbrella. Anyway. Jeez, we sound like tosses talking when, about $300 hats and $300 umbrellas. When I get my hat. I can't believe you've bought I'm one. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. I, I just want to hear when you tell the missus I that you spent 150 bucks on a hat. I want to see you wear it and that salty, it's, you know, I'll review sweat it. mark goes up around the outside of I'll it. Review, I'll, I'll review. I'll wear it, it. on the fucking lawns. Yeah, you yeah. should. Good. <laughs> <laughs> just say, how rich am I? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have reached the peak of just fuck wittery. <laughs> I'm Trevor Love. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Speaking of uh, peak fuck wittery, mm, um, what about you and your photos this week, you fancy bastard Bowen? Who t- oh, me? Yeah, you mate, you've been post- taking good photos. Yeah, just on my phone. some photos of the Holden Astra. Got a lot of spare time at the moment, so I've focused on my... Unemployed? Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't say unemployed. Freelance. Never. Pick up the odd gig here and there. And look after young Henry, and uh, hopefully my wife can get a high-paying job, and I continue to maintain this lifestyle. Perfect. But um, look, yeah, look, took a few pictures of the Holden Astra. Uh, uh, genuinely, I got it. Yeah, they stood out. They did. Look, so what did, did you do? There's no filter. I just um, enhanced the highlights. That's a filter. In terms of the, well, I guess it is. Yeah, it is. But you know, I didn't put one of these chrome or what are they called? 
sepia type filters across it. Is that what they call it? That's as much as you've that's got. A, that's all I So what did you use? Nothing about photography. My what? iPhone 6S. No, but what did Get you use to town. enhance the highlights? Um, just the standard um, settings in the iPhone. Really? Picture app. Yeah. See, I, I was really surprised. I, I don't use my iPhone to take photos of products as much as possible. I, I try and go for pulling Samsung. out my Samsung. So do I. My, my Galaxy S8 takes great photos. Uh, the iPhone 10 takes good photos. I bet it does, yeah. <laughs> I really bet it does. Yeah. But um, us with the iPhone 6S, we're both actually using shit phones. Yeah. Um, I was shocked to, to see what that. you were producing out of that phone when I saw the article. I well, was so just was I, but it was the perfect scenario. I mean, you, we had this stormy weather in Sydney during the week, and I was at Maroubra over the weekend, so the water was just this dark grey, and the sky was amazing. All the colours mm. came together. It was very early in the morning. So, <clears throat> I'm going to suggest, Bowen, and I don't know if Rob Locke, our uh, genius video mm. guy, has ever shown you this, but Snapseed. Snapseed is the app yeah. I would recommend. Now I'm mm. going to show you. The reason my finger is on the screen, I'll show you in a second, is because mm. you can show the original and and the edited. So mm. I'm showing the guys a photo of my kids at a train station in Walker Road where my mum lives. Right. Yeah. Yep. And when I take my finger off, that's the edited version of the photo. Oh, look at that! And yeah. it just pops. Right. Yeah. You can do so much with the color. Yeah. And essentially, all you've got to do is is you go into the tools and you, you change things like uh, the ambience, the contrast, mm. the bright. There's a whole mm. bunch of things you can do, yep. and you tweak it and you can put it through. It's not really filters, but you're just adjusting so much about it. Mm. Yeah. To be honest, most of the time you can spot them a mile away on Instagram because they turn it way up. Yeah, and that's part of the part of the fun is yeah, to go exactly. a little yeah. bit beyond, but yeah. you've got to be careful not to go too far. Mm. And my tip is look look at things like clouds. You'll see there's a really dark haze around the clouds. Yeah. You can tell it's fake. You can tell it's been enhanced. Sure. Yeah. But it made it makes a difference. It makes a photo pop, and I, I think people should take a little bit more Absolutely. interest in their photography yeah. that way. You're both pretty good at photography. You go all right yourself, Jeff. I yeah, look, say. You, you've obviously had some experience in this area. I was you? I was going to say with the Snapseed, I used that to yeah. tweak mm. the uh, the photos of me on the boat. Yeah. I made it. I made it. I made it my cover photo on Facebook. Yeah. The likes went through Photoshop the roof. Your nose. Like it, <laughs> I, I had one bitch actually comment on my <laughs> on that photo saying on Facebook. Yeah, saying oh, bad no, angle. Like, because it was taken from, what a from random. the bottom. Nah, Facebook friend, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Bad angle. Unfriended? No, I just deleted the comment. Yeah, yeah. I don't want people to see that stuff. Yeah, sure. It's bad press. Sure. Okay. I don't want bad press on my face. I don't use Facebook as it is. Yeah. So if someone's going to leave don't negative you? stuff, you I barely really, use it, really mate. Really I, I hate Facebook. It's Same it's me. just boring as shit. Right. So I just deleted the comment. I, but I thought I'd mention it on air anyway. I yeah. thought it was a good angle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see my, my, my man titties a little bit more, but it's, I'm wearing a white shirt, cast a shadow. I, mate, I, your nose cast a shadow like a sundial. Mate, he, it was his idea. He's like, stay there. He's like, stay there. Yeah. That's good. And he, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 laying, he's laying down on the floor of the like, boat to I'll take this, this photo. I'll get this non-event. And I, That's and what I, he was thinking. I just gave him. I said, oh, here's my email address. Can you shoot that one over as soon as possible? Yeah, he had a much better time shooting the uh, influencers on the boat, I'm tipping. Mm. Uh, well, you know what? When you look at the count, mm. he took just as many photos of me as he did the other pair. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. How many people were on the boat? About less than twenty, mate. While we're talking about um, best, I, I think I must have been the best male on boat. If you had not, to categorise, because I understand the female award, best male award. on boat award. But, um, Jeffrey, while we're talking about your well, fuck wittery, as yes, I said, good word. What is the deal? Sorry with, if it's wearing everyone. I yeah. know some don't like I'm it. Not. What about oh, no, anyway? What about um, what about you've you've hit a thousand followers on Instagram? So look, what are those fucking tragic people let's, doing? Let's let's have a chat. I uh, I have. Over a thousand followers on Instagram. Mm. Yep. About five weeks ago, mm-hmm. I had less than five hundred. What happened? 
It's been the oh, podcast. Hang on, what's I've, going on? I've figured out the way that these bullshit artists work on Instagram. Okay, how is it? Tell me because so, I want to do it. So, first of all, go to your um, notification section in Instagram where, where people show your likes and stuff, right? Yep, yep. Now, flick sideways to see what your people who you follow, yes. what they're doing. Yes, yes. You'll yes. notice that there are people who always like eight photos in a hit. Yes, they're, using as, a, they're using a, a website. Correct. They're oh, using shut something. Down. No, mate, there's heaps of them. They're using a tool that goes and likes photos okay, on stop. your behalf. The one that I was aware of and used a little while for EFTM shut down because Instagram right. shut them down. Mm. So tell no. me names for my friends. So I found a widget that adds into Chrome. It's called Easy Liker. Oh, in Chrome. You just type in what hashtags you want it to go and like, and it does 700 likes a day. What? So I'm throwing out 700 likes on wine, Mustangs at the time, all sorts of stuff, and the amount of follow-backs that you get. I'm not following anybody extra, but they're all coming back at me. So when you start seeing all these people posting all these pictures and getting hundreds of likes, almost no comments or weird comments, it's because they're using this dodgy shit, and I just wanted to do it to prove that it's a rort because no one should be following me that much. So <clears throat> there is, I'm, not, I'm not following her anymore, but there's a journalist in the tech community. Yeah. She's, she's exactly the one. Yes. I, yes. I, I basically studied her bullcrap and I looked at the hashtags that she was liking and I went, oh, yeah, I understand what's going on. That's, <laughs> yep. it's, that's exactly yeah. her. And, and I still noticed that she still does yeah. it. And she's hit around 20,000 followers now. Fabian Coulthard does the same thing. The V8 supercar driver, yep. always eight posts. It, it bloody works. works. It absolutely works. People obviously see someone liking their photo. They go, who's this bloke? They go back, maybe like what I've got. And then also follow. So, how many times have you posted? Uh, I've posted less than a thousand images, I think. See, here's oh, the thing. Oh, sorry, go on, Bob. I've posted eighty-eight times. Yeah, hundred and fifty-nine followers. I've posted four thousand two hundred eighty-five times. Four thousand. I've got one thousand four hundred and thirty-four followers. I'm very picky when I post too. Yeah, I, right. I I don't post yeah, every me too, day. Me too. Like I, I wait for a chance to be on a six million dollar boat before I post a yeah, picture. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I, I'm I think, picky. I think it goes to what you're using social media for. Like I mm. I see Instagram as a window into my public life. Mm. Yeah, for people. Yes. Um. Yeah. I, I I put the kids on there now and then as well. But essentially, it's where I am and the cool shit I'm doing and great photos I've taken and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm quite proud of my 1,400 followers because they're all legit. They're legit, legit people. Ones, yeah. They're yeah. real yeah. people. Yeah, I think mine are too. It's good. Uh, yeah. let, um, you know what also happened during the week, Jeff? No, go for before it. you go on, Trevor. No, I had to interrupt, interrupt your train of thought, which is usually boring. Um, you, you surpassed me in terms of Twitter followers. Have I really? Yeah. I tell you what, I think this podcast actually helped because yeah, no. I'm really getting in front of the audience that, that matters. Trevor, he's beating me. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm getting up there in a bit. 16 year radio veteran. Um, and I'm not verified either. You're not verified. I've got the blue <laughs> no. tick, and he surpassed me during the week. Oh, my phone's dead. I was going to show you um, while we're talking social media hacks. Yep. Um There's a great app. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Why are you right. being like I'll that? Mate? Over it. No, oh, it's I've, got right. it, I've got it on here. It's called um, it's called followers. Right. Mm. And what you do is you can find out who's unfollowed you. Oh, I don't really? give a shit though. I used to do that on Twitter. <clears throat> no, it matters. No, mate, I don't care because I've unfollowed people and I hope that they know I unfollow them. Well, I but to, I don't no, care. I'm across. Well, tell me about it. So I can see here that these four people unfollowed me on Instagram. I don't care because they're Nebels. randoms, right? Yep, yep. But when Do someone know? you know yep. um, unfollows you, you're like, well, f- fuck you. I'm How'd unfollowing you, you too. You don't like it, do you? No, not at all. Wow. And you can also see care. who's not following you back. And you know what? I'm done with you. I, I just block I'm not people now. You anymore. 
Oh, I, I don't just unfollow on Twitter anymore. I block. Oh, I do a lot of blocking. I'm done yeah, with people's I shit. I have like... Phew. What upsets me the most is when you block someone, mm. but if someone likes their tweet, it yeah. will still come up in my feed. Yeah. That's, oh, really? the, that's the worst thing about Twitter is I can block them as if it was a problem that I had with them, yeah. but if someone likes their tweet, mm. I still have to see it. And I reckon that's a real problem on Twitter. I even block companies, certain companies. Yeah, I do. If I see their ad and I think yeah. it's bullshit. Yeah, no, I, I used yeah. to block ads a Don't lot. care for tampons, don't need to see it. All right, if you need social media advice, Radio Jeff Quattromani, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what do you want? On Instagram, Jeff? G Quattromani. Bowdog? At the Bowen. Okay, I'm on Instagram, Trevor Long AU. Yeah, I love that. Fuck Trevor Long, the 16-year-old kid in, in America. Couldn't even pay him. Is that what happened? I, yeah. haven't, I haven't worked Why out what to offer track him track him down? 100 bucks. Mate, he'd want more than 100. $150 hat? The Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Was on today. Mate, you know what I did? I had a sweep and I won. No way. Office sweep. Was it just you? Yeah, well, I'm the only one in the office. Congrats, mate. So It's a win. Straight up winner. I was did, about to say, who win? Did you actually watch it? No. Oh, you know what? I was yeah. sitting here exactly where I am right now. Yeah. There's no TV on. Um, yeah. I don't have free to wear in here. I've only got the iPad I can watch free to wear. Well, so you shouldn't move like five metres out there. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's how much of a, of a shit I give about the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, I saw your tweet. Yeah, I just I thought, mate, it was, I thought it was unnecessary. Did you did you, did you slag it? No, I know. I just said, uh, like that's five minutes of my life I won't need to get back. Yeah. Well, no, no need one needs to, to get know. back. No one oh, needs to know. You're sitting yeah, in your garage you. by yourself, not caring about the Melbourne Cup. No one needs to know. I'm captain efficient. I have the best five minutes that you didn't have. Let it stop the nation, mate, Trevor. Stop the nation. I've been. It doesn't stop I've you. Been no one cares. Inefficient this week. Awfully inefficient. It was nothing to do with inefficiency. I just. Well, you've been ordering three hundred dollar caps online. <laughs> yes, mate. That yeah, does happen. Three hundred now too. It's going up as the dollar crashed. Anyway, my point is. My point is, yes, mate. Didn't the uh, didn't the animal rights narcs get out early? Yeah, Far out. Hello, honestly. Yeah. Uh, who's taken this first? Oh, Take I'm, I'm, I'm chomping no, for up, it. Open up. With I, I saw. I saw Twitter. We actually, you and I saw the same tweet, yes. Trevor. Um, it must have been almost the same time because I, I messaged and just said, "Mate, we got to talk about this on the bloody podcast." Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. there was some some gets on there, and he says something like, oh, "I should have screamed." I know he was. He was thing. that lefty online journo. Yes. Yeah, another one. Oh, they're all mostly journos. I get the shits with actually. In terms of people, I get annoyed by. Mm. It's usually journos, and it was something about, "Oh, tomorrow we get to watch white men smack horses around or something," and I'm like, mm. "Excuse me, did you not realize horse racing is on almost every day?" And now it bothers you because we're all trying yeah, to have a good, a good point, time. Actually. Like you asshole, how about you protest every other well, day? The same people who come out just prior to Australia Day. I hate um, that. Every every now and then, even Anzac Day comes under attack. Yeah. I those things. Those it's it's, it's those key dates. Yeah. You can protest about whatever the hell you want. I don't yeah. care if you're upset with animal cruelty. Great, good for you. Exactly. You don't like Australia Day. Good for you, but don't do it on that day. Because that's, that's their only uh, counterbalance. That's their only day to get attention. Mm. Yep. I'm sorry. That's what we hate. If no one gives a shit enough mm. to pay attention, though, mm. no one gives a shit. It's not important. It's Mate, so it's not important. Echo chamber. Like they're they're mm. yelling into an echo chamber. Yep. Now I get I don't mind people wearing their heart on the sleeve. I had a, a guy oh no I'd call him a mate uh, reasonably well. He works in in the radio industry and he's posted a picture tonight of um, like a list of the all the horses that have been killed at racetracks yep. since last year's World Cup. Mm. Oh. And I'm like oh sorry okay. man but that's racing. Did and, he, did he know the horses? Is he emotionally attached to them? I don't think so mate. Well I don't think you should really care. Wow. Well, 
Why, why would you Does care, he, mate? Has he even bothered to investigate how well the horses are actually treated? They live better than us. Most think, of them. There'll be a few rogues. I think that's... Hmm. It's like the greyhound industry, industry yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like, a couple of rogues yeah. cause yeah. the whole industry to get, mm. you know, basically shit-canned. Yeah. And you might have ever driven to Scone. These fucking things live in a palace. Yeah. What, horses? Yeah. Yeah, right. Even yeah. out here in Sydney, out of Castle Ray, have a look at the Bart Cummings property. Oh, my and God. Godolphin. I mean, it's ex- mate, these yeah. horses are living much better than we are. There's no and doubt And you know what? It. Yeah, but, a horse breaks its leg in the yeah. in the course of racing. Mm. It's You think, oh, well, can't you just put a fucking cast on? No, you no. can't. Mm. It's a fucking two-ton horse. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Yeah, you, should, you just kill it. Look, it brings the people a lot of... <laughs> so what, Trevor? It's, it's a bloody horse. And they don't use a bullet, by the way. It is euthanized via medication. Well, I think it was that shotgun shoot, last year, oh, wasn't it? That is shotgun the horse. Mate, I'm pretty sure horse. it was shotgun last no, year. they give him a needle. But look, needle. the problem is the industry is built on gambling, and that annoys a lot of people as well. So it's an easy industry to attack. But it creates a lot of employment. A lot of people get a lot of joy out of it. Yep. But that, that's the main problem I have with horse racing. I'm not a fan. It's simply built on gambling. You don't follow a horse like you follow a football team. Yeah. If there's no gambling, there'd be no horse racing. It's as simple as that. I don't know. And I'm not a big fan of gambling. I Do we know that for sure? Oh, I mean, obviously, as an industry, it wouldn't exist the way it does today. But mm. yes. there'd still be people that love the competition of like, it's it's like racing. polo. Mm. P- polo is a horse sport and I'm sure there's fucking horses very, die doing very it very niche I've watched a game of polo it's bloody awesome actually oh, it's awesome, but yeah. what yeah. I'm saying is I'm sure there's horses injured in that and maybe even have to be put down mm. yes. there's no gambling in bloody polo it's just super niche I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, it yeah. wouldn't exist every day it wouldn't be 55 yeah. racetracks yeah. and all that kind of stuff but it would probably still exist it absolutely would be because mm. I mean we like to watch people run in the Olympics, what's the difference watching horses run? It's the same bloody thing. It's a horse or a person. Like, no one complains that Usain Bolt's running down the, the bloody quarter mile or whatever it is, do they? They don't care. No, you're right. No one complains. If he was to trip and hurt his ankle, he might he might lose his income for the rest of the year. No one seems to give a shit about that, do they? Anyway, he's retired now. Came third in his yep. last race. Poor bloke. He, he, was, he was celebrating at uh, Flemington today. He was too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's with, yeah. with um, Mum, Champagne. He's one of their chief entertainment officers. Tell you what, I watched the whole day. Very first time I've done that for a long, long time. Watched what the about whole, just you about literally have coverage. nothing to do? Yes, I had so. a lot of... No, I wrote a review about a kettle. Um, <laughs> mate, isn't Bruce McAvoy... Only 16 other Poor old things, Bruce too. is suffering from leukaemia at the yeah. moment. And he, he did a tremendous job. And wasn't it good to hear Matthew Hill... Who mean did you he know very well? The race? He did the, all, the whole card because oh, I watched. He the... called his first ever Melbourne Cup, which was a dream of his since he was at the yeah. age of sixteen. I, I know and him. You know what? I, yeah. I, wow. Let's tell the Matthew Hill story. Yeah. I, I remember well, I was coordinating the the Athens, sorry, the uh, Beijing, Beijing Olympics for for two GB, mm. and you know one of the challenges with the Olympics is you've got to have enough commentators. Now mm. Hadley's a pretty genius commentator, but and he can call anything off off a of TV, but yeah. you don't want just one voice, right? So. <laughs> well done, by the way, Bowen. But so I had to find commentators. Now, there's a bunch of people you don't want to send because they work for rival networks and shit. Yeah. I, I think I looked up Matthew Hill and, you know, or maybe he reached out. I met with him at the Gladesville Maccas. Mm. You know, we had bloody cheeseburgers. And I'm like, mate, this is going to be great. And, yeah. and we sent him to Beijing. I left 2GB and left it in Bowen's capable hands. <laughs> and the bloke nearly died. But the bloke almost died. How did he, he nearly die? He, well, to this day, we're not really sure what he contracted, but it was almost like a bird flu, lung infection. No one really knew. We In had Beijing. to medevac him to Hong Kong. He, all his organs started failing. He almost died. Like, he was cri- yeah. critical. Holy shit. He was critical for a number of days, and I think he was there for over, well over a week. Yeah. While we had to keep going along with the Olympics coverage, but you know, since then his dream was to obviously call it the Olympics. He was, he started with Sky Racing. So then in 2012 we went back to London, did the Olympic Games again. Wow. Fantastic. Called you know Matt Mo Farah and the 10,000 uh, meter uh, run, uh, unbelievable job. 
but his dream has always been to be uh, to be the major caller mm. during the Melbourne Cup a broadcast, and that's what he did today. It's amazing. Mm. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. Good story. Yeah, it is a really good story, and he did a great job, and he'll be doing it for 50 years, probably. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. on him. The, the new he'll be guard. the next legend. Yeah. So you didn't bet then, Jeff? No, mate. Why not? I was working. Seriously, I was on a call to India at the time. Dead set. That was that was that was how I celebrated the Melbourne Cup. No, mate, I was just <laughs> pretty much was though. Yeah, yeah, mate. I was I was talking to my colleagues over there and having a great time. I had no idea. What are their names? You don't want to know, mate. Honestly, <laughs> oh, I do. They're long. Get them yeah. over one day. We'll have a drink. I'd I'd love to meet them one day myself. <laughs> I'd love to meet them. That'd be great. Do you do all these teleconferences? Do you? Like, uh, seriously, I, your real job from about two o'clock in the afternoon till yeah. five or six. Yeah. It's back to back telecons. In terms of management, where do you sit in, in this little world of yours? I'm right up there, mate. Are you? Are no, you, not really. You're sort of mid level. Like, do you issue? Can you sack people? Uh, no, I only have one direct report. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the rest are contractors. You can't sack a contractor, really. You yeah, just sure. stop, stop working with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. I only have one person who reports to me, and yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Oh, I've lost my train of thought. Just, Fitbit. Just trying to get inside his mind. I, um, How's your Fitbit going, mate? Mate, it's going okay. <laughs> I uh, went for a great walk today. Uh, so I just jumped back up because I was worried because Bowen had beating me in the chart. So I'm beating him now. Yeah, I, yep. I didn't so do you're still struggling, mate. What's mate, with you? 7,000 steps in seven days? I'm crook as, I'm crook as mate. If I was a horse, I'd be shot. Dead set. I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm still waiting for the leather strap, by the way. So am I. Yeah. I haven't ordered one. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, that's a shame. Hint, hint. <laughs> that's a shame. Mate, I, um, yeah, look, I, I've struggled a bit because I've got a bit on at the moment, so I can't have the time yeah. to kind of go out. But mm. I took the time today, it's a weird thing, I took the time today to go out and just kind of think about what I was working on. It was a good 45-minute mm. walk. It got mm. me to um, maybe, oh, actually, I'm close to the circle, 9,000 steps today or something. Nice. Um, and to be honest, I've been snacking a bit too much over the last few days because I mean, we, we talked about, you know, mm. just drink water. Um, and obviously, you know, just have your meals. Yeah. Not, I don't want to change my diet. I'm still having bloody Vegemite sandwiches or spaghetti bolognese for dinner. I don't give a shit about the actual type of food. Sure. I'm just not trying to eat as much. Yeah. So I've had a few snacks. I've probably had, you know, uh, a little. But funnily enough, after Halloween, we had little tiny chocolates in the house. I love little so chocolates. So rather yeah. than smashing a Mars bar, That's I've just gone, been, here's a little yeah. flake. Yeah. How many little flakes do you have, though? No more than one a day. Bullshit. You had three no, in a row. I swear to God. I love the little no. chocolate. I swear though. to God. I was really... It's a good willpower thing. Yeah. There's chocolate in the house and yeah. I avoided it. Yeah. I've been heavy on the minties because we bought a selection of chocolates for Halloween as well yeah. and yeah. no one wants a minty. What's the fat when, content when of the minty? Chocolate, I, I like a minty. I'm not sure, but there'd be a lot of sugar. Shit Aren't sugar. they soft these days? They used to be a lot harder. Oh, I haven't had a always, minty for I years. I warm them up. What? You what? Warm <laughs> them up to soften them. <laughs> what is the microwave? <laughs> no, just... What do you Body sit? heat. Sits, he sits on them. Do you rub them together? He rubs them together. Sit on them, mate. No, there's no need to. They've changed the recipe. I googled it because was, um, people were about breaking their teeth. Mate, yeah. cost Fillings me, cost me two thousand last Christmas. Were being removed. Really? A yep. minty did. A minty. Yep. Well, there yep. you go. That's. I'm, not, I'm never eating one again. No, hundred percent. Be very careful. I I, I like uh, Mentos. If I'm gonna have a mint. Yeah, my dear, they're mm. all right. Yeah, let's just smash the Mentos. Now, listen, yes, um, Jeff, you're on holidays next week. I'm off to New Zealand. I've got a wedding. You now we're there. gonna do the show. Whoa, without, whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on. Where? It's a holiday. I'm paying. You for won't it. be here. Yeah, mate, I won't be here. But you guys won't do a show. Oh, Man, I've got bad news for you, buddy. No, we're doing a show next week and the week after without you. The show goes on. Oh, because you guys are because on we're tour. Doing the, we're, doing the, we're going on tour the week after next. Caravan is going. Oh, shit. So what, episode five and six will be just Better. the two of yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who, are we going to have a, a fill-in? No. No, me and Trevor have done stuff before. We used to actually, I used to be on the radio. <laughs> 
and like we had a show. Like we've done six hours in a row, like on a commercial radio station where people would Together. ring us and people would listen live. Oh, yeah. That must have gone yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, fuck, it was great. You're still I was doing at the it, aren't you? Peak of my career then. Oh, you're not doing it anymore. No, I got brushed. Oh, I wonder why. I don't know. Hmm. Well, look, I, I wish you both well. Um, you you want... know we're going to do the show without you. Yeah, look, um, people will just skip two episodes. Can which we... reminds me. When can um, we talk about our trip, Trev? Which reminds me. Yes, we mate. do have we have listener feedback. Oh, okay, oh, let's okay. hear it then. Very important listener feedback on the Voice Bite. You should download the Voice Bite app and uh, send a 15-second message, hashtag EFTM, and we'll hear it just like this from Matt Wires. G'day, Trevor. G'day, Bowen. And uh, the um, the other guy. Uh, congratulations on the uh, podcast, guys. It's fantastic, we know. and I love. Look forward to listening to it every week. Just joking, Jeff. Oh, it go. is Jeff, right? Yes. Right. <laughs> so it's like an uppercut. Oh, no. Then he's rubbed you on the head, and then he's just coming with a hook. What an emotional <laughs> roller coaster! Yeah. I can't handle that up shit anymore. Down. That's the best ever. Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, head what? down, head up, and oh, yeah. Don't well, worry about thanks, it, Matt. Yeah. Appreciate the shout. I actually feel like he likes me more. Yeah, I think he does. Treat him mean, keep him keen. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly that what was Matt his strategy was doing, yeah. on that one. Mm. Let's talk about the road trip. Um, Where are you off to? We're going to not embargoed or anything. Is it? Can we talk about? No, it? I just figure that we can talk about it now because no one else could organise the same thing in the short amount in of the time. Short, okay, cool. And we trust our listeners. Yeah. No, we don't. Um, I do. It'll I leak do. out. We want it to leak. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's make All the right. big announcement. Yeah. Yep. We're going to drive Bowen and I mm. from Brisbane to the Brossa yep. in a Tesla Model X. Are you going to go to the Barossa? No, or? no, because you're not coming. The, so just no for the rhyming. Yeah. I wanted you to go and see my vine. Can you stop and oh, see my vine? Fuck. Is it on the way? Because it would actually be a fucking funny. He's story. got a vine it's, that's it's in the named Barossa. after him. Where got, is it? What a state? Uh, Saint Hugo mm. in the Barossa Valley. Send us it's, a GPS it, location. I got so much. Can I piss on it? I got Roundup. Can I piss on your vine? You sick bastard! And then I'll spray it with Roundup. How bad yeah, is that? Kill it. No, we just, let's pull it out. <laughs> this is bad. This is home. unbelievable. Here's your vibe, Jeff. <laughs> he's saying, what the f- I am going to piss on your vine. I'd rather, you, I'd rather you buy a bottle of wine that came from the fruit of my vine. literally going to on your parade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to Harvey Weinstein. I'm going you know, to piss oh, on Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll just take it out. It's like a voodoo doll. We'll stick pins oh. in it. <laughs> Think of you while you're on your... F- Cruise wherever you are. I've got to say though, it does look like my uh, my ashes have been oh, spread shit. there because it is a plaque. <laughs> it is it is a plaque that sits above the yeah, vine. It yeah. looks like it. It looks like I've been buried there. Oh, Who's wow. watering it? Who maintains it? I will Mate, be in two it, weeks. It sits among <laughs> other vines, sure. um, but it's right near the visitor center. Like people will see you pissing on it if you do. <laughs> it's all the benefit. It'll be on, right, it'll right, be on a current yeah. affair or something. Yeah. I'm just saying we'll, we will be filming it, yeah, so it's he's, fine. He's got contacts. It's incredible. I, look, I, I, if you do get to stop in the Barossa, great right. spot. Yeah, sure. So we're driving from Brisbane to Adelaide. Just sounds better to say Brisbane to the Barossa yeah. because mm, the Tesla model, the, the Tesla supercharger network now runs down the east coast. Mm. Unfortunately, it doesn't really run the best way because you can't drive through Mildura and stuff. But yeah. it'll still be a good drive. We're gonna. It's going to be tough because we've got to do it in four which, days. Which way are we going again? So we're going to we come down to Heatherbray, Newcastle. Yeah. Then we're going to drive. I forget uh, to Bendigo, Albury, Ballarat, Albury. Okay. okay. Ballarat. Oh, right, I gotcha. Yeah. And then uh, Adelaide. Are you going to so put- we're, we're going to do it in four days. It's going to be it's going to be hectic. We're going to drive like nine hours a day. Mm. Yep. Over um, two thousand k's. Two thousand. Yeah, probably two and a half. I think it is. Yeah. Um, and we're going to video it. There'll be vlogs. Yep. Um, it'll be fun. It'll, yep. it'll be a good trip, and it'll be an experience because we both mm. love driving. Of course. Um, sure. I don't. I don't like the idea of battery anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of having to wait forty-five minutes to fill up the car. Yep. You know, I'm pretty like the kids. And when we drove back from Mum's the other day, 
my wife goes, what the hell are you doing home? We're, we're home. Sorry. Amanda goes to the kids, how many times did you stop? Yeah. They go, just once. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, we stopped more than once. Say 400 Ks. Get out, walk <laughs> around, exactly. grab a fucking yeah. apple, yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. So you know? are you going to have the uh, EFTM signage on the side of the car? Great idea, probably, yeah, no, yes. we will. Because, now, yeah. because for our listeners, wait out in the streets, mate. You'll see us drive by. Yeah, they could just... What about I mean, what, I won't be there. Massive can disappointment. Can they track us but, via a glimpse or something? Yeah, like, we'll do that. Okay. Share your location the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Apart from certain stretches where we let loose. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, no, yeah. we won't be letting nah. loose because well, we've we got, we got to conserve the battery. We, I don't want to be in a position where we hypermile, where we have what to about really you? You found this new adjust term. It's not a new term. He hasn't Everyone stopped knows. saying For it. You, you even is. did an article on hypermiling. It was a Mustang out at Eastern Creek yeah, where you did. tried to see how yeah, far you go on one litre of well, you should have, because that's the correct term. Yeah, but you're just being a nerd, looking up these terms so I don't that you look can up use terms. them. No, 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 no. Where I did you sometimes. fucking come up with that from? No, yeah, exactly. Everyone knows about. Anyway, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, so right. So next week you're in Auckland um, with your beautiful wife having Hobbiton, a great mate. holiday. Hobbiton. Whatever. Got a mate. wedding. No oh, let me tell you, Auckland. That's good. good Auckland place. and then Queenstown. Yeah, Queenstown's good. Queenstown. I love it. I haven't been to Queenstown. I'm going to be on the. I've been to Christchurch. I've flown a helicopter to the top of the hills at Queenstown in the snow. It's great. Must have cost you a fortune. No, but a fun. Yeah, right. They fly A380s into Christchurch Airport. Emirates do. I was blown away. I was sitting there in the lounge. (laughs) 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 The courtesy of the good people at Virgin. And an A380 landed. I mean, this is a regional airport. It looks extraordinary when it pulls up to the terminal. It's like it's going to crush the hangar it's coming towards. Righto, so there won't be Jeff next week. So send your voice bites of uh, condolence. Jeff won't be with us for two weeks. It's emotional. Um, Tell us how much you're looking forward to that. I'm going to miss you, Jeff. We certainly are. Mm. Um, we'll do a show next week, Bodog. Okay, look forward and then, to it. How uh, are we going to do it? In a hotel room somewhere? What? No, this next week's just you and me oh, here. And the one after that. And one after that, we'll just pick a night where we just do it after the radio show. And sure. just on that, aren't you away the week after that? Yeah, I'm in Spain. So, oh, you oh, and I, oh. T-Dog. No, but it's not no. the full week. Hey? Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, no, I'll be back midweek. We'll take a week off then. What do you mean? I'll be back <laughs> midweek. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to break it to you. Yes, um, I'm Bowen, back on the Monday. Bowen, Jeff, and dear listener, but there's going to be a few times next year where we don't go weekly because I travel a bit. Oh, so you're saying we can't do it without you? Uh, I'm just saying technically. We could, we could technically do it and then just email right. you the file and As say, if we can't do it. a three-way. Wow. Oh, like a Skypo. Well, anyway. I hope it's not like something else. I, I think we're definitely boring the shit out of people. We're done. As much as we did in week one with what's in our diary. Yes. <laughs> we got there again. You're not doing the watch and dry, are we, Bowen? No, no, I don't want to do okay. it. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, leave us a review and a rating at iTunes. We've given you an extra bonus, like eight minutes this week, and we've gone an hour and eight. You know, so last week, it was the exact amount of minutes as the week prior. Wow. How insane is that? We don't time this shit. It just happened. Cut him off. Turn him off. And you know what? If we'd have, if we'd have stopped that last year, it'd probably be the same. I know. This is EFTM. See you, kids. Love you.